Welcome to another episode of All Talk FC. Today we'll talk about all the weekend's football. We're going to preview Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Get through some fantasy football, some quizzes, front three, back four, and anything else we want to talk about. Let's go. How's it going, Mark? Everything good? Yeah, not too bad. Danny, good? Yeah, all good. Uh, some interesting results this week, I think. Um, I was close with my accumulator. Close with West accumulator. Ham. Can yeah. you believe that, of all of them? What was your accumulator? Oh, I can't remember. There was six. I sent you the image. It was like Chelsea to win, West Ham to win, I think Leeds were on it, and Leicester was on it, and Everton was on it. Yeah, uh, West Ham. Ah, oh, well, West there Ham. you go. Such is life. Yeah. Um, Firstly, I think um, we'll talk about one of the bigger games of the weekend, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Um, Mark, what do you think about the game? I think my prediction of Alonso being done. <laughs> was, um, being, that filled me with so much joy to send you that text message. Alonso is done. That imaginary one must have got broken down. Yeah, they seem to have a lot more freedom this week. Um, it, it's a strange one because the highlights suggested Arsenal. If you watch Match of the Day or you watch the Sky Sports uh, highlight show, you would have thought Arsenal dominated the first half, but actually watching the game, it was a different story. So, although Chelsea dominated possession, it was the big chances fell to Arsenal. Um, I think for me, quickly going through the talking points, uh, the Arsenal's young player, Gwendozi, yeah, I actually good. think he looked quality. His pass... In, told you last week. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, he was on my hype train. Um, but yeah, the, the ball, the, the, the big miss from Aubameyang, the ball which he played oh, in. Oh, that was so was good as well. That pass was so good. And I was in um, I was in a pub, a, a quiet pub in Dorchester, and I just went, oh, and screamed, and everyone looked at me, and I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I was like, he's in my team. Uh, and did uh, did you see his reaction when Aubameyang missed? I love that when he what when he starts, he starts smacking, smacking the floor, double, like uh, Donkey Kong style, double fist, uh, punch in the floor. There were three, was it three or four misses, the exact same spot. Yeah, unbelievable. I don't think that can happen again. That, that was crazy. I think that the Iwobi's one was quite tough because mm. it was fired into him a bit too quickly. But the Mikatarian and a was yeah, it was bad, criminal. But uh, what are your thoughts then? Well, unfortunately, I missed most of the first half. So I only caught, it was weird because I caught the first half highlights, but then I watched the second half, which I know wasn't as entertaining. But because I was, I was chatting to you guys while you were watching it, and you were talking about how dominant Chelsea were, and you, I was just getting these texts from you, Chris, like, this is, this is, good. This is horrible, this is going to be horrible. And then I watched the highlights, exactly like you said, Mark. I was like, Arsenal looked really good. Like, it looked like they could have scored five or six goals, but I'm, I figured it was the last 10 minutes of the game, like the half. Sounds like they just got tired. Because uh, obviously you're trying to get Chelsea to suddenly play a tra- pressing game, which they've never done. So the players aren't used to it. So I guess they probably ran out of steam a little bit, which allowed Arsenal back in. But second half was okay. I thought Hazard was was good when he came on. I thought that was the big difference. Like, it could be Hazard's year. I mean, I'm interested in, in what he's going to do this year. It could fair. always be his year. I know, but... I don't know. It feels like if it's not now, when it, like, when it, when it was he waiting for? The guy's about the 27, 28. Well, the thing is like... It is the old adage. It was a it was a half of two halves, so a quarter <laughs> of a game each for the players. But um, I think 
the most disturbing thing was Arsenal defensively. I mean, on that right-hand side, Bellerin and Mkhitaryan are just again and again and again so exposed, so, so exposed. I, I was laughing, so I, you'll see later on the quiz because I was looking up some stats earlier for something else and then I came across this stat and it was from last year but I thought it was like recent and it was something about how Arsenal's defence... That like they made the the most amount of mistakes, letting the most amount of chances, and like most human errors, basically. Yeah. And it was the 2017-18 season, and it was the Arsenal defense. And I was thinking, the Arsenal defense has not changed. Like the last two games, same thing. Petr Cech and the Arsenal defense. Yeah. Just it's it's everywhere. tough because he's definitely got a style he wants to play. So he's definitely going for this high line. But it just mass like the Morata goal massively just exposed oh, yeah. Mustafi. I actually think they look worse defensively. Imagine playing Liverpool saying. with that high line. It just Imagine reminds me. It reminds me a little bit of uh, when uh, uh, AVB was Chelsea manager, yeah. and he tried to play a high line and just yeah with John Terry. <laughs> Can we remember any team that's had a high line that works? Um, I think Manchester City did it one time when um, Mika Richards was uh, in the centre back, and he had enough pace to catch up but I don't know if that but quite like, worked yeah like a real successful team that's not, not, had a high line not really like There's not the, like you're like the, a halfway line high line not at all because that, that's just crazy because one ball over the top and you're done for if they're quicker than you you got what Mustafi and Socrates they're not quick oh, what no. are you doing same as same as Pellegrini anyway um, not, but the, like the thing with Arsenal is that they, they were two really tough games to start off so I didn't expect them to come out with um, any points out of it. What I wanted uh, looking at Arsenal was to see some promise. And I'm not sure if I saw the kind of promise that I think maybe for the rest of the season uh, is going to be a good thing. I, now, I, 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 I did make the joke and I will say our season starts next week against West Ham. These two games were incredibly tough. Um, I don't think we need to be pressing the panic button. If we lose against West Ham next week, then we can press the panic button. But... Still, defensively, we look looking bits. You are so lucky you're playing West Ham next week because yeah. the only team doing a worse job of defending right now is West Ham. I, I do think there is hope. And also, a, a lot of, in the summer, Arsenal fans just wanted rid of Iwobi, saying, oh, he's got no end product, he hasn't got goals. But that was a pretty good finish. It was right? a great finish. Um, I was one of them. I was on that train. I, th- like, I still don't he, think he's that good, but that was a great no, finish. But, he, but I thought he did look like he's gone up a level compared to last season. So... So. Attacking wise, it's fine. I just, I think the question will become how stubborn Emery becomes with this high line because, as I said, I've never seen a team do it successfully. Arsenal now have probably seven to eight winnable games in a row now, and then before Liverpool. So this it will really if it, if we get to ten games in the season and they've won seven, drawn one, and they lost this two, it will be a yeah. much better picture. Well, I've just put a. Arsenal player in my fantasy team that's how so I feel like I watched that and thought I mean he's an attacking player he's not a defender but I did think yeah. they, they look like they're probably going to score a lot of goals just going to let in a lot of goals but that's entertaining I don't the know. one thing that really is actually quite frustrating is um, every time it's the goalkeeper's uh, kick out they seem to be doing this thing where you've got the bo- both uh, fullbacks on either side of yeah, the penalty split. box yeah. they split and then I, I'm not sure what they're trying to do because it's, they pass it out and then they don't know what to do. I don't know if their touch is good enough or they don't know what the next step to that, that whole process that was, that is. But then time. they pass it back. They end up losing the ball, which is like incredibly deep into their own area. And it just gets us into trouble. I don't understand what it is he's trying to achieve with it. Hopefully it comes up. But I just think it's... I just can't see it. I can't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, um, it, it's one which will take time. Um, 
whether the players are good enough to actually play that way. Yeah, we'll, that, we'll that's see a big question mark. But yeah, I think other than that, entertaining game. It would. Uh, maybe the first I mean, maybe half. not for an Arsenal fan. No, no, no. For no. the neutral. Yeah, no. Game. I don't think it was. I don't think it was entertaining. But our season starts next week. West Ham. Um, hopefully, we can look better. If we don't, then then I think it is time to press the panic button. But other than that. Whereas our season what, what ended a, this week. What does, a, what does a panic button mean? Uh, it means Emery out. Emery out. It means hashtag Emery out, obviously. Emery out, blood. Get, yeah. the, get, <laughs> get, the, get the tattoo on the arm. Um, yeah, we'll talk about your team. Manchester United oh, do we have to? losing yeah. today against the oh. mighty Brighton. Oh. Um, that has to be one of the worst performances yeah. I've ever seen. Bad. And I slept through <laughs> better the game. This is tough because it's so soon. I, I don't know if my... My opinions are, are logical or not. I'm just angry. This isn't yeah, I mean, a logical podcast. No. Yeah, but like, also, the game literally finished, what, three hours ago or something? So uh, yeah, so I think... Spitfire, uh, Mark. Go yeah. for it. Um, part of me thinks... It's annoying. Like, we just spoke about Emery and what are... They, they split the back two. They pass the ball out and then they don't know what to do. But you can see at least they, they, they've got a plan. They're, they're not doing their plan. But Man United... As soon as they go a goal down or two goals down, they don't know what to do. They clearly do not work on any patterns, any plays. There's, there's just. It, I, I wonder what they do during the week. Just did you see Mourinho's interview? Recover. It kind of the guy asked. I mean, he was a bit. He was a dick in the interview. Obviously, it was Mourinho. But the guy actually asked him that. And was like, are they playing how you want them to play? Like, are they playing the football that you've been training and that you've? And he couldn't answer that. He was just like, well, obviously, I didn't expect them to make massive errors that are going to and he's like yeah but are they playing the way that you want them to play he couldn't answer that because there isn't a way of playing it's just because the way they they played in the second half I would have no well I'd be annoyed still but I would have no issue if they played the last 10 minutes that way but to start the second half with just pump it up and see if you can feed off scraps that's exactly what Brighton would have wanted like if if you're a smaller team playing a big team the one thing you want is or force them to go long, force them to cross the ball in. Like, as long as we're brave and put our head on, on everything, we'll, we'll be okay. What they don't want is teams passing around them. And it, three players for me, Fred, Pogba and Bailey, just lost their heads. Oh, I, it was worrying how fragile their mentality is because they're not bad footballers, but I, they just lost it. And it at least Pogba... At some point, seem to regain it a little bit, but Fred and Bailey. See, I don't know about that. But see, I made the point before that why I didn't understand why Pogba was was your captain. I made that point after their first game, and I, I get maybe there isn't anyone else to do it, but I think the point I'm, I was trying to make was that he is obviously a, a great player, but has he got the type of mentality that if you need someone to pull something out or encourage the players or bring the levels up, he dipped his head like anyone else on there and if you're the captain and, and you're that, trying that to is, lead by that's the worrying that's thing. the problem because he should be yeah the guy. You, like when you look at what he's capable of and you look at how he is you know when you, you can see his Instagram you see all his videos like how he was with the France squad all that's that's him that's what he is he's yeah. that guy why he suddenly can't do it for May United on the, you're worried maybe for me I look at that game and just although I'm annoyed at the players because they all played absolute crap more, what's worse is that they clearly not, not bothered about playing for, for Mourinho and mm. at that point what do you do like how much longer can you really go on like that yeah I, I just think the players need to take some responsibility for sure I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. like I have my issues with Mourinho but I don't want to let this 
this game. Like no, they were awful. The players were awful this game. Yeah, last that, week, last week I looked at Eric Bay and I thought, oh, wow, he looks like a, one of the best defenders in the world. He was just like dominant, powerful, strong timing. Today, exact opposite. It's yeah, weird, like. it's it's. it's it's what I said. It just seems so fragile. Mm. He he never seems to hit the ball in the middle of the ball. Everything's sliced and tripped over. Like, but as you said, he's quick. He's strong. He's powerful. But as soon as things don't go his way, he he panics. And we just don't have a Michael Carrick. Um, well, he's on the bench. <laughs> Chatting to Mourinho. Know is that? But we don't. But no we don't have. Yeah, but yeah. we don't have a player who only plays a certain style. So. Lingard comes on and adds a bit of bit of energy, a bit of same direct. as Rashford as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. But no one has a set style. Like our midfielders are happy as soon as they say pump it long. Our midfielders and fullbacks are happy to pump long. Where a few years ago, Michael Carrick would not have done that. He might have played one or two balls long just to mix it up, but he would have at some point said, "Okay, we got to spray it left and right." Go I feel back. like I feel like Pogba really should be that guy, but he kept. He looked like he kept going for like the big home run. He was just going for these yeah, long balls, these yeah. wonder passes, and yeah. yeah. And it's the lack of intelligence because these passes yeah. are straight. Like the problem with the straight passes, if it's not inch perfect, yeah, it it's goes on. Yeah. That's why the big diagonal looks good, but it's actually the easier pass to make. So when you're in the middle, you should do a big diagonal, come back, do a diagonal the other way. Trying to chip it in in a straight line is. It's just trying too much. Danny, for both teams, what do you think? Um, what kind of indications does it give you? You mean for Brighton and for Man United? For Arsenal and for Man United. <laughs> uh, well, like, I'm actually, to, to my point, I'm a, a little bit more optimistic about Arsenal from an attacking point of view. And you're not going to play Chelsea and City every week. So I still don't think you make, well, I think your struggle to make top four might make fourth. I still think Chelsea, Liverpool and City are going to be top three. Um, but it could have been much worse Man United I think it's just I'm exactly where I was before the season started I got a little bit of optimism last week and then got all knocked out of me this week so I'm basically where I was at the start which is that we're going to finish 5th or 6th Mourinho will be sacked and we'll have to start again Mark? Um, Arsenal I don't think you can learn much um, it went how I thought it would go I still think Arsenal can make top 4 my worry is they're going to make top 4 instead of United <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like my top four pre-season was Liverpool, City, United and Arsenal and I I just don't see Mourinho last in the season yeah. so unless unless they get a manager who can get a bump into the team I, I, I worry for United um, I probably won't uh, maybe just being a negative Arsenal fan I, I, my optimism is a little bit lower Um this isn't, Arsenal, to, this isn't Arsenal TV. I know, so. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think um, if we have a good run of games after this, hopefully we can get through it. Um, and then once we start playing some of the bigger teams again, if we if we beat some uh, top four teams or at least compete with them, maybe we can make top four. Not quite sure. Depends on how Spurs come through. Because other than that, it looks like it's going to be City, Chelsea, are definitely Liverpool top three. Other than that, so we'll come round to my way. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken two weeks. We'll yeah. see in another two weeks when Chelsea lose the game. No, I, I know. I, I'm saying it now because my emotions are a bit all over the place. Yeah. But I'd still stick with what I started at the start of the season. Yeah, we can't. It's two games in. Yeah, well, yeah. Chris went for Arsenal to win the league and Ozil to be player of the season. <laughs> I'm still unsure about that prediction. Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe Gundy is the player of the league. Yeah, PFA player of the year. But, um, player of the year, maybe. Yeah. Man United, I don't think they'll make any real strides until they get rid of Mourinho, I imagine. But um, other than that, we'll quickly go through some of the, the other fixtures over the weekend. Um, Leicester City and Wolverhampton. Um, I think Wolverhampton, it looked like they were quite unlucky in terms of not getting more out of the game. Uh, couldn't put it away. Leicester City's goals were... What a uh, one own goal, which was emphatic, and uh, <laughs> one deflected goal from Madison, which is uh, um, Madison's shot. Sorry, still give it to him. Yeah. Still give it to him. It was deflection, but yeah, yeah. I felt sorry for Wolves. Doherty was the guy who missed the sort of open goal that yeah. was cleared off. The line. <laughs> so and, scores. And, yeah, and then scores probably own Man. goal of the season. Yeah, um, I just felt a bit unlucky. I know Wolves hit the the post and. A few times, but mm. a, f- a couple of them were sort of the outside of the post. Like I didn't. Yeah, Neves had a few good long range shots as well. Jimenez, yeah, he looks alright. Jimenez, yeah, I'm yeah. I saw him in the World Cup. He's Mexican, isn't he? I think it was Mexico he was playing for. He played well against um, Germany. Yeah, but if he isn't, you're going to sound really. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he played against Germany. He's Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Raul Jimenez, that old Scotsman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big talking point of it, it was the red card. We seem to be talking about them each oh, week. I, I don't think I can talk about red cards on this podcast because I'm just clearly I don't I don't agree with anything or anyone. They're all ridiculous. Well, no, all obviously you say so you definitely don't think it was a red card. They're all ridiculous. No, it wasn't a red card. Mark, do you think it was a red oh, card? Yeah, hundred percent. How I, how can you think that's a red card? It's he's, not like the one from last week. It's not like um, Jagielka's one. How no. is that a red card? Because he's deliberately tried to kick the player and he's caught him in the knee. No, he hasn't. He tried to clear. He's the got the ball. He's got oh, the ball no. and then followed through to the player. He, yeah, I know he's got. He know Vardy knows exactly what he's doing. Why is that not a yellow then? Because he's deliberately gone in on the knee of the player. No. Deliberate. He's deliberately kicked. But hold on a minute. He's, were... he, what he's thought is, I'm able to get the ball here and I'm going to leave something on this player. Ah, if, that's if, a tough tackle. If, that's if, a tough if, tackle. If the thing for a red card... So last week we were talking about it was about last. it was the last man or it was reckless. Or, if the thing now is that you get a red card if you meant to do it, hold on a minute, I've, I can show you 10 examples this weekend. Harry Arter did it, loads of people did it, where they hacked someone down because they, they couldn't catch him. Why is that not a red card then? Because they know what they're doing. They've gone it's, to but it's the, uh, down. It's the level of aggression in it. He's, oh, come on. No, that's just... He just no. made a hard tackle. He got the ball. I think a yellow card would have been strong. That was yeah. just... I agree. Was, I that agree. Was it, was. It, it was a red card, and there was just, three or four other tackles like that this weekend. Where everyone just applauded it, as yeah. good tackles. No, it didn't need the force. He he, he didn't need to do that. Sounds soft here. I like, didn't need the force. Did, did, did you see the? the did, did you see the city game today? He's deliberately kicked the guy in the side of the knee. You were talking last week about all the ligaments and stuff. I'm like, your knee's got ligaments. That wasn't the same. Did, no, you, did you see the, the Huddersfield City game today? Or the bit, uh, one of the Huddersfield defenders, I can't remember his name, number five, I just remember his number. And he basically did the exact same thing. I think it was on Bernardo Silva, the guy who was running down the wing, just literally took him out. But he took, took the ball cleanly, fine with one foot, his other foot completely cleaned him out. Ref just waved it on. And no, I'm like, there's yeah, a was difference. A you know. It was Congolo. Yeah, Congolo. exactly who it was. Yeah. Yeah, there is a difference. If, if you've played football, you know the difference. You know when you're trailing that catch. But he meant to do that. Or like, you, he, you know, he knew he was going to take Bernardo Silva. He didn't need to take Vardy him. Vardy was deliberately trying to hurt his opponent, which is to me a red card. Right. The uh, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree again. West uh, West Ham Bournemouth. Oh, so, can't talk about West Ham ruining my accumulator. Well, just West Ham's bad defending. Um, Can we blame Wiltshire yet? Well, <laughs> are we allowed to? Pellegrini blames the fans. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but they walked out like 15 minutes before the end. He and said they only they 1-0 down. Like, to get out of Stratford. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said they need to let go of last season and treat this as a new season. Um, he's got a point. He, he said, we're one goal behind, 10 minutes to go, the stadium's nearly empty. Uh, he's got a point. I asked that's not very nice but Bournemouth Bournemouth looking good uh, Callum Wilson seems to have regained some yeah he's got a good goal he's got a good goal oh, I mean terrible goal. defending Ter- yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah he should not have scored a good no. goal like, he was kind of he, he did, he, each of his touches was kind of like he was surprised he was getting the <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, oh, oh there's a goal oh I'm still through yeah might oh. be a contender of goal of the season maybe goal of the month well maybe um, goal of the month but only because yeah. it was such bad defending yeah but um, no uh, good result for Bournemouth did we put them maybe at in danger of going down. Nah, we, we talked uh, about how anyhow's that the good. man. Yeah, he's, glad. The, he's the long term manager of Premier League, so he's the man. Tottenham seems to have done well. Harry Kane burst his bubble, of his course. August bubble. Augustus yeah. Kane. Side, Trippier's carrying on his uh, good World Cup. Did anyone else get that, that little twin twinkling <laughs> feeling? You know when he scored that free kick? Because uh, I didn't no, actually know. You didn't think he had a good World Cup, did you? You yeah, I did think it. Uh, uh, he wasn't in your team. Come on, <laughs> I thought it, of course I thought he had you a good World Cup. You argued against him being in the World Cup team. No, I argued against him being the best right back in the World Cup. Of course, he had an amazing uh, World Cup. But that free kick, which was basically the same place as the semi-final free kick, funny because I was watching match of the day. I had no idea Trippier scored actually, and I was watching match of the day, watching that, and then he got the free kick, and I even I turned around to my half and said, "Oh, do you remember when Trippier scored that goal in the semi-final? I literally did it again." And I was just like, "Ah." The downside he's, of he's that great. is he's probably not going to play next week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't put him in my side. No, yeah. um, Everton, Southampton, two one. Yeah, Pickford looked shaky at best. He, um, I think he looks shaky quite often. I'm not sure if he's that good. He made a, I know he made a howler, but followed it with a world class save from Danny. Yeah. So that, that's just Pickford. That's him all over. Yeah, uh, that's him all over. Southampton, I do. I I weren't sure what to make of him this year. Yeah. I know I didn't. I don't know if I thought they would go down. I know some of. Kind you of seems like what? this is the year they might. No, I, I think Mark Hughes knows the league well enough that they probably just they'll, they'll be worse teams than them. Now seeing Danny Ings, I, yeah. I think the big difference when I look at the teams that I thought gives you hope. Down, seeing Danny Ings, well, because he's, he's good. <laughs> he's I think when you look down and you look at some of the teams like Cardiff, Newcastle, Huddersfield, you're like, I don't know where they'll get goals. Um, but with Southampton, they got Austin and Ings up front, and I was like, okay, I think there's enough goals in them too. To keep him up. Um, Watford beat Burnley today, 3-0. They, they look kind of good, don't they? 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. Excuse me, 3-1. Uh, I actually haven't seen... I, I just yeah. I heard the score. I haven't seen anything. But I was really... like We talked about it last week when you went for Burnley. I was a bit surprised. because I, I said they've got a Europa League game yeah. away from home Thursday. Are well, they no, really going to be able to cope? They were at home on Thursday. Oh, but it went to extra time, which I think must have played a part. Yeah. Um, uh, Man City... 6-1. Now, I feel for Huddersfield because they have played Chelsea, then Man City, we've played Man City, then Chelsea. So, um, it's between Arsenal and Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get the worst goal? Who's going to get top yeah. four? Yeah. yeah. Their season starts next week as well. So, that's um, uh, tough with Huddersfield. They're just not good enough. They haven't got... I think last year they were really lucky. There's uh, just there's no way it's they a can poor, stay up It's this. a poor advert for the team, yeah. uh, for the league, sorry. Yeah. Um, it shows off Man City, shows off some good football. But the lack of competitiveness is just, it was so boring, the game. Like, I, you, could, you try and appreciate the good football from City and you say, okay, they're playing some great football. But the lack of any life in Huddersfield just just roll over. And then afterwards, Graham Souness, when he was talking about the Brighton game, saying, 
that's what makes the Premier League different that these teams don't just roll over I was like you've just watched a game <laughs> where a team's just rolled over and, not, and written the game off and not tried we've we had West Ham do it last week against Liverpool we've had Huddersfield do it this week the, worst, like, the worst thing is loads of teams are going to go to Liverpool and City this year and just roll over and die because yeah. they just don't want to concede 7 or 8 or 9 and you're like at least try give them a game yeah because there was something interesting in Gary Neville said when he was manager and he lost 7-0 to Barcelona or 6-0 yeah. and he was like well even at 5-0 I just said to the team go on try and get the next just go and, go and get the next goal it's like and Peyton Pride yeah try but what he said was that actually worked out and he's negative because for the rest of his short career and then back being a pundit, all he gets talked about is the 7-0. So there's managers these days that will say, OK, we'll go and lose 2-0. Liverpool and City will be happy to win 2-0. We'll lose 2-0. And my, ma- my reputation as a manager, because chances are I'll be looking for a job in the summer, yeah. I won't have this glaring 6-0 on my on my CV well that yeah, clearly didn't point. work for them because they still conceded six goals they yeah they could have massively good yeah long massively long. good Man City team it's, I mean it's tough to it's tough to see any team beating them when you no. can put Sterling Sane Mares, and Walker on your bench and win 6-1 that's scary yeah I think we haven't seen Liverpool play this weekend but watching Liverpool Tottenham and City it's just the amount of chances they create not yeah. the goals but the, the, the ones that aren't goals mm. so I, I include Tottenham the reason I think they'll fade off is just they haven't got a big enough squad yeah. but I, I think squads come into play later in the season so right now if you look at Liverpool City and Tottenham the amount of chance after chance after chance they just create is they've just got creative players that's what they've got a system they've, they've got, got identities yeah. Yeah. they know how to play they've got a, a way of playing now, um, before we have a short break we'll just preview um, tomorrow's game as we're shooting this on a Sunday evening um, Crystal Palace against Liverpool yeah um, I don't know most I think initially you'd kind of think that Liverpool should be the team to win they are away from home but Danny uh, you yeah, seem to I don't know disagree. I have this just weird feeling that Palace could do something tomorrow. Do you know they what? They are Liverpool's bogey team. They are. And also, do you know what? I, um, I was listening to something the other day. If t- Apparently, last season, if you took out the first seven games, knowing De Boer was manager and they didn't win a single game, didn't score. If you took out the first seven games, the other 31, they'd have finished seventh in the league. They had the best record behind United and City in those 31 games. So, as, they, I, know, I, I know that's a stupid stat. Stupid stats. That's 31 games of the season where they played unbelievably well. And it was just the first seven where they didn't get a single point that meant they ended up in yeah, but that's 11th. Still, that's still part of the league. Yeah, yeah, but they had. A diff- what I'm saying is, it was a different team, different managers. Zaha was injured. I just think, they, and they seem to have continued. Like, look at them last week, rolled over Fulham. They seem to have continued in that vein. And Zaha officially, if he scores a goal, it becomes their top Premier League scorer of all time. I just think there's enough in it to make it an interesting game. There's been lots of, like the. Do you remember Palace were the ones that basically lost Liverpool the league? They were like three 0 up. 80 minutes and then they drew 3-3 like one of the last games of the season so I don't know I think Palace is a hard place to go could be an interesting Mark are you as hopeful? Um, Not a a bit just because I think outside of the top six there's a few teams that you hope could get results against bigger teams Um, I know we should be neutral here Um, (laughs) No we shouldn't (laughs) But but yeah Palace away is Liverpool will look at their, their fixtures and say Palace away is one of the tougher ones they have have outside of the big teams so yeah, yeah. Liverpool win though it's too, I, I think this would have been tricky later in the season but while Liverpool are flying everyone's fit I, 
I can't. I think if this had come around a bit later in the season, potentially it would be a banana skin. And I think for Monday night games, generally, I think uh, goals, goals, goals. Yeah. So uh, let's expect a lot of goals. You're gonna. Need, you need four, five from Salah, don't you? I need five us. from Salah. <laughs> um, I need a. I need some help from no one else. Uh, actually, no, I've got two two Crystal Palace defenders. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of goals from them as yeah, well. Seven, seven yeah. free to um, Liverpool would be fantastic with five goals from Salah. Lovely. And um, I might win this week, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Hat trick yeah. from Trent Alexander. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> with a clean sheet. Um, um, we did can, skip over one game. Um, I don't care. Don't what, care Cardiff, Newcastle. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, it was worst game of the weekend? Well, it was. There's two talking points. One, how bad Kennedy was. He was bad. And how pleased I was for him to miss the penalty in the last minute after he should have been sent off. You know the most ridiculous thing about that? Before, it was about five minutes before the penalty. The free and kick. And the free kick. Did you see how far away, how far the keeper was? He was literally on his post. So you had the whole goal to aim at. And you're like, Shelby could just literally just tap that in the net. Just think so it over the wall and I it was, goes in. Yeah, so I was watching that game on Sky. And they got the free kick. And the Sky commentator was like, I can't believe Shelby's even considering letting Kennedy take this. He's been the worst player on the pitch. He should have been sent off. This is... I, the, the fact that Shelby... They, they've obviously got must have said, said it beforehand, the fact that Kennedy took it. And the free kick was so bad was so that bad. when the penalty came, I'm surprised someone didn't say, OK, Kennedy, <laughs> yeah, you've on. been terrible for 95 <laughs> minutes. Like, uh, maybe they thought the opposite. thought, OK, you'll score a goal and it, and it hides it. Um, at worst performance of the season it's going to get something you're going to have yeah. to go a long way to be as bad as Kennedy was in that game and there was also yeah. the other another red card in that game yeah let's which, not get onto it <laughs> which, also not a red card but whatever right so Danny you've got a lovely game for us to play what's it called uh, I have no idea because I haven't had time to think of a name and also I can't really think of a name because I don't really. Oh, I kind of see a mouthful, but well, like, I, stole, yeah. I stole the so idea. This game is I have no idea, which might be how this game goes. <laughs> well, I kind of stole the idea from um, a program on TV that you may or may not know. Um, but it, who wants to be a millionaire? No, Question it, of sport. <laughs> it came, no, it came out of. Um, I was looking up something else and then I saw some stats and I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And I was like, oh, that could actually be my game because we were talking about I've got to come up with something for this week. So I thought, all right. Right, Dan, give us the game. Cool, right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four names of players and you're going to have to rank them from one to four for whatever I ask, basically. Okay. okay. So, for example, the oh, first round is going to be the fastest player in the Premier League, according, according to... Premier League stats. Sure. So I'm going to give you... So, just so you know, the fastest player in the Premier League is Sane, officially. He runs at 35.48 kilometres per hour. So I'll just let you know that. So that's what I'm talking about. It's their top speed. Okay. So I'm going to give you four names currently yeah. playing in the Premier League. You need to rank them one to four and who's the fastest, who's the slowest. Ready? Patrick Van Arnholt. This is in no order, by the way. Yeah. Raheem <laughs> Sterling. Sadio Mane. Musa Sissoko. Okay. They are all, by the way, in the top 10, I think, or 12, fastest players in the Premier League. And? Yeah, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> and? They are you have... sure Schneiderlin is in, uh, in that top 12? Schneiderlin? <laughs> so I, I missed an inside joke. Your previous podcasts, 
why people look fast and why people don't look fast. Oh, <laughs> wait, it wasn't Glenn Schneider. Murray's not in the top twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. All right, one day if Callum Wilson's not <laughs> in the top yeah, twelve. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, we anyway. did not notice. No, so, no, well, no. Clearly, Danny's not in the quickest of the, of the bunch. Pen. Okay. Right, so I, it was pa- it was Patrick Van Arnholt, Raheem Sterling, Sadio Mane, Musa Sissoko. They're all in the top 12 for the okay. fastest. Put them in order of fastest to slowest. Alright, so I'm going to go fastest... Sissoko. Alright, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just interesting. I'll go Sissoko, Van Arnholt, Mane, Sterling. Chris? Um, I'm going to go the fastest is going to be Mane, Sterling, Sissoko, Patrick Van Arnholt. He's a defender. He has to be. So you think Mane's quickest and uh, you think Sissoko. Sissoko's quickest. You're just doing it because it's kind of like left field, isn't it? No, I just... I, I don't think He's there'll be the much darkest. in between them. There, there isn't a lot in between them. There's like a second and a half difference between all of them. But uh, the fastest is actually the second fastest in the Premier League is Patrick Van Arnold. The third fastest in the Premier League, who's like literally 0.2 slower, is Musa Sissoko. Oh, that was close. Then you've got a couple of seconds back, he's in about 10th, is Raheem Sterling. And then all the way back, like whatever number it was I was looking at, I think I was looking at the top 20, I can't remember what it was, is Sadio Mane, who was a few seconds slower than Sterling. So it went Sane, Patrick Van Arnold, Sissoko in the top three. I think that, that's quite deceptive because it's like them at their peak as opposed to... Because yeah, I imagine Sterling in terms of acceleration would be quite... So I did look up, I was, I was trying to think what's the best way of doing this and I did look up things I like his like quickest and I love that. So anyway, that was round one, like fastest it. players. Yeah. There's a round two. Let's go. So you both, you both failed, that's fine. Round two. So when, uh, when all the teams had to enter their 23-man squads for the World Cup, all the international teams... They all had to give all the information about all the players, including their weights and their heights and everything. So what I thought would be really interesting is to ask you who you think the heaviest players in England squad were. So I'm going to give you four names and you're going to rank them one to four, heaviest to lightest. You ready? Yeah. Cool. So we got, no particular order, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Danny Welbeck. Uh, Danny Welbeck. Harry Maguire. Oh, Harry Maguire. And Jordan Pickford. Jordan Bootylicious Pickford. And just to give you an idea, there is 26 kilos between the heaviest and the lightest of those four, which is quite a lot, actually. Yeah, they're, all under they're all under 100 kilos, so it's quite a lot. Right. Uh, I'll go first with this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go heaviest is going to be Harry Maguire. Okay. Then Pickford, because he has a Big bottom half. I think it's deceptive. <laughs> um, then I'm going to go for Welbeck, and the lightest is Harry Kane. So I'm going to go with Welbeck, the heaviest, Maguire At second, density. Harry Kane third, and Pickford fourth. Well, between you, Chris, you got the heaviest, and Mark, you got the lightest. So the heaviest, 98 kilos, was Harry Maguire. Oh, I obvious. thought that was too obvious. Uh, it's obvious because he's, he's the largest. He's huge. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's 100 kilos. He's huge. Yeah. So yeah. Harry Maguire is 98 the kilos. The obvious guy. In second place, 
In eight, uh, 89 kilos is Harry Kane. Uh, he's, he is tall. I, I yeah. thought he looked kind of like... In third place, 78 kilos is Danny Welbeck. Jeez. Nice. And in fourth place, 72 kilos, yeah. which by the way is two kilos more than me, is Jordan Pickford. And I'm, I'm not big. No. So, but Jordan Pickford's not the tallest, is he? No, but he's no. a goalie. He's still over six foot. He's still a goalie. I was really surprised by that. Is so, he over okay. six foot? No, he's not over six foot. I thought he was one of the shorter goalies. Yeah, but shorter goalies are still over six foot. I mean, that's like over normal six football foot. players are still over six foot, let alone a goalie. I'd be really he's surprised if someone would get He's him. not Shea Given, but he ain't. Maybe. I think I mean, he must be at least six foot. Anyway, that was that was round two. I like this game. Um, I've got one more round. Yes. Do you want to play one more round? Please. Cool. This is a this is a pretty tough one, I think. But let's go for it. We've done well so far. <laughs> um, so the third round, you're going to rank these four players by who has scored for the most Premier League teams. Ooh, I like this. So I'm going to give you at the least four. We can work this one out. Yeah, I'm going to give you the four. In no particular order. Ali Adier. <laughs> Peter Crouch. Crouch, Peter Crouch. So it's the most uh, it's individual teams he's scored. Yeah, the most Premier League teams. Yeah. So he scored goals for the most Premier League teams. Not, yeah. So, so someone who scored one goal for four teams is better than someone who scored 200 exactly, goals for Exactly. One team. So yeah. if Ryan Giggs was on the list, he would obviously be last because he only had one team. Yeah. Yeah. So well, first one, sure? No, well, I, this is my game. I'm coming up with these. The second one is Victor Moses. Victor Moses. The third one is Craig Bellamy. Ooh. And the fourth one is Michael Owen. This is that's, a, that's a good one, man. Oh, Why? Wow. I actually was checking Ooh. out Bellamy Where, stats on Wikipedia. Yeah. Why? Why? What? In case we did my Who Am My game. Seriously? Oh, yeah. oh damn it! So Chris, you, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But and by the way, there's only one difference between all of them. So like the highest. So that's why you've made it tough. Yeah, so it's tough. Right. So wait, Owens played for Liverpool, Man U, um, Newcastle. I can't think of any teams right now. Crouch is Stoke, Liverpool, Spurs. Who did he come into the league with? Oh God. So. I can give my shall I just give my order and just give your order just give right. your order we can talk about who they play for us so I'm going to go the most is Bellamy the second do you know how many reading his Wikipedia page out of interest um, so he played for Newcastle Liverpool. are you reading his Wikipedia page right now <laughs> no he played for Newcastle he played for Liverpool he played for Man City he played for Cardiff but I can't remember if that was in the Premier League I or not I think he did yeah um what else did he play? Aston Villa. Um, Don't think he played for Aston Villa. I thought he went to Aston Villa. He played for Coventry. That's Coventry, yeah. Out. That's who he get. I weren't sure if that was in the Premier League, though. Well, I think she anyway, so you've gone Bellamy first. Bellamy yeah. first. So then Crouch second. Yeah. Owen third and Moses fourth. Interesting. Chris, what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go for uh, Crouch first. Uh, Bellamy second Owen third and Victor Moses has to be fourth so because Moses has played for but he didn't score goals yeah that's what I was thinking I was <laughs> like he's probably played for more Premier League teams than Owen but scored the less that's why it was a good one right so the answer is with seven different teams top 
It's Craig Bellamy. Ah. That was Coventry, Newcastle, Blackburn, Liverpool, West Ham, Man City and Cardiff. All in the Premier League. It's West Ham you was thinking, the same kit. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, each of these four, I didn't realise they're afterwards, have all scored for Liverpool. Turns out. Interesting. Yeah. Um, How's they not done better? <laughs> in second place, with six, so one less, was Peter Crouch, which was Stoke, Spurs, Pompey, uh, Liverpool, Pompey. Villa and Southampton. In third place was Victor Moses, yeah. with five. As soon as you said Liverpool, I was like, oh. He yeah. scored for West Ham, Stoke, Liverpool, Chelsea and Wigan. Because Owen's only played for four teams, isn't he? And Michael Owen got no, he four. played for Stoke. Yeah, Michael Owen got four. Because he, he played for Liverpool, United, Newcastle and Stoke. That's what I said, four teams. Yeah. You said, you said Newcastle earlier, though. You yeah. were like, I can only think of three. Yeah, Liverpool, I couldn't Newcastle think of the other one. I couldn't yeah. think of the other one. So there you go. Ah, I like that game. Good game. Bear Good. in mind for later. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You kind of didn't get anything. But yeah. We but who's counting? We've all had fun. We're all winners <laughs> here. Yeah. Including the audience. Um, why? Well, well, no, we got, I got more right. So. You did, to be <laughs> fair. Yeah, so. You got, well, Chris got the correct for the heaviest, you got the correct for the most teams, score for most teams, and you both got the fastest players wrong. Um, I got the lightest. Hella, <laughs> <laughs> lovely cushion header. But Gerard! Oh, beauty! What a headshot! What a head! Why don't we talk about the uh, All Talk Fantasy team real quick? Love to. So we've, had, we've still got one more game to go tomorrow. Which is um, Liverpool, uh, Crystal Palace, which we've said. Danny is currently um, smashing us by captain in Aguero, so he's currently in control. Um, we are going to wait because Mo Salah is a good player and he could get he could, he could get, get five, five goals. goals for me. So bear in mind, I've got Mane, Firmino, and Van Dijk to play as well. So he's not only going to have to score five goals. Hey, look, he's have to a, score them as well. It's a long shot, right? But yeah. you know, cool. without hope, what do we have? Cool. Um, so, so what are we doing this week? So We're not I think, or we could all say what sub we will make, yeah, and then whoever gets the highest makes cool. that sub. We have three million in the bank, so well, I already know the money's. I already think I know who I'm bringing. I know in. who I'm bringing in. Okay, Danny, who are you bringing in? Um, so my sub will be tomorrow, <laughs> uh, Antonio, because he's terrible and clearly not playing for West Ham anymore. Uh, for money, they're playing at home to Brighton next week. Uh, Mark, who's your who's going to be your pick? So I was also going to swap Antonio, but I was considering, I'm just checking the fixtures, I was thinking of Walcott, and interesting. yeah, so that I'm, I was going to go with Walcott. Keep the money in the bank, interesting. Uh, for me, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take out, mm, I'm going to take out Davidson Sanchez, and I'm going to put in Mendy. That is also a good move. Yeah, yeah. So we need to get some. We need to. We need. Players. We do need to get rid of these three Spurs yeah. defenders as well. Although when they get a clean sheet, it's big. It's a big yeah. win. But what are the chances of that? Well, Vertonghen scored in the first game. Sanchez assist, and then Trippier scored in the second game. But we don't quite well with these defenders. <laughs> well, Trippier's not going to play next week, which is a downside. I can't yeah. want to get. Rid- I'd love to get him in. I love it. What can you do? All right, cool. Well, Fun. so we'll see. But can I just point out that you two are now officially losing to the All Talk FC team in the wait, league? Wait, wait, it hasn't done the points yet. You know, you are still losing it. even with the points. Just Let's saying. see till tomorrow, okay? Yeah, yeah. You know I've right. got, I've got three Liverpool players tomorrow. So the team. So got... Palace are definitely going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, front three, back four, boys. Okay. Mark, we'll go with you first if you're ready. Yep. Um, Front three, so I know some of these aren't original, but my front three 
going on fantasy football are fantasy football names. So I've quickly got my top 10, well, I say my top 10, but I've got the top 10 fantasy football names. As so, judged by who? Who's your top yeah, 10? Your own well, top 10? I was an art- out finding them. No, I saw an article of the top 50, ah, okay. and I, I've got the top but, but 10. top 50 by what? By like funniest? Funniest. Jesus okay. Christ, then. Let him do the list. So, in 10th place is Guns and Moses. <laughs> Number nine is Are You Ready? <laughs> Number eight is The Wizard of Ozil. I don't like that. It, it reads. League. It reads better. That's in our league. What league? In our in that money league we're in. Whoever's in third place behind us is called the Wizard of Ozil. Oh, so, yeah. so number seven is flying without ings. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I like that one. Number six is Benteke fried chicken. Yeah, I've seen that one before. Show me the Mane. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. A yeah, game of throw-ins. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Control alt delat. Oh, I've seen that one before, yeah. For years, yeah. you can't have that. Yeah. Who ate all the, the pies? <laughs> and in first place is Lalana's in pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. They are good. Chris is gone. Good for him. Good for your back four, then. <laughs> Uh, maybe we go to front threes. Yeah, we should, should continue the front threes. Mine's not yeah. funny though. No, no, no. Go back fours because I want to do my front three last. Okay. Oh, okay. So my back four is not funny. It was about um, I forgot his name now. Madley, the ref. Bobby who, Madley. Oh, Bobby, Bobby Madley, yeah. who who's quit refing for personal reasons. In my back four are Twitter users spreading rumours. So of him bad. So, about so, bad. so he's he's they've come out and said he's stopped refing for personal reasons and people on twitter have said it's because a sex tape leaked of him and a dog which is clearly untrue and all the accounts which i saw claiming to have or seen the video are fake accounts so for some reason this this horrible rumor has has spread about him no, it's fire. and then people <laughs> But even no, friends, even there's even, truth in humour. Yeah, yeah. Even some uh, of our friends are like, they're tweeting that. Uh, I hope this isn't true, but saying it in a way where there is some element that it could be true. Yes, yeah. it's, it's really this bad. poor guy. Like, he's that. not a multi-millionaire. He's going to have to work again, and he's going to go into work where people are like, oh, did you see the rumour on Twitter? I know it's not true, but. You wouldn't want that said about you. He's yeah. a Premier League footballer. I'm pretty he's sure. A Premier League he's a ref. ref. Ref, excuse me. I'm pretty sure he's used to a high level of abuse. Yeah, but that's that's. This too was much. quite. That's too much. Yeah, and also we don't know what the person. It was like a change in family circumstances yeah. or personal. Something happened. So imagine, imagine it's true though. But imagine it was something bad. Danny <laughs> the like, lives with the drugs. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was like, it's obviously got to be bad for him to whether it's he's had to move abroad or something, so he can't ref in the Premier League, but. Yeah, I just the, did it. It just it well. didn't. It just made me feel a bit like Bobby Madley was first on the list. No, next on the list to get the FIFA status to be a World Cup referee. So he was going to be the reason we didn't qualify, have any referees in the last World Cup. We had no one that had done enough wet time or whatever it was. He he was the only one now that's qualified. So he was the only one that could be a World Cup referee for us. Pull one out for Bobby Madley. Bobby Madley, Danny. Front three, back four. So, in my front three this week is the new Man United Women's Super League 2 team. 
and I'll tell you why. Because today, they had their first game in, I think it was 13 years since the team's come back, and they played Liverpool. Hooray! And they beat Liverpool. Oh, wow. Hooray! 1-0. What's more, the, the best thing about it is that seven of their starting 11 were Liverpool players last year. <laughs> ah, love it. So the, the, the thing is, so they're basically, because they've just come into the league, they're in like the league below, so they're not going to play Chelsea and Arsenal and Man City and all those teams this year, but there is a cup, so there's a league cup, and they happen to draw Liverpool in the first round of the league cup, which is even better, because they've knocked Liverpool out of that. So I just wanted to give them a shout out to say, go on Man United. Oh, yeah. Red Devils. Go on Man United girls or boys. Exactly. Maybe we can steal that manager for the men's team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what's her name? O'Connor or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my front three. Um, my back four is also football related. Surprise, surprise. Um, I don't know if you saw, because we haven't actually talked about this, but you must have seen it. So this year in the EFL, so not the Premier League, but all the other leagues, they've introduced red and yellow cards for managers. Did, did you read that? Yeah, it's when they're, it's for managers on the, uh, obviously in the dugout. Yeah. And players also, I think on the bench can get it as well, isn't it? No, it's just, well, is it just I think managers? that this was just for managers. They now give them yellow yeah. and red cards instead of sending them off. Yeah. So this weekend, saw the first red cards for um, Chris Powell at South End, and I can't remember who they were playing, um, Plymouth maybe. Uh, and then, uh, I, I mean, it was bad. Like, he grabbed him around the throat, they were arguing, blah, blah, blah. The ref sent him off, and I'm like, what's the need for this yellow and red card thing? Just send them to the, what was wrong with sending them to the stands? What's the, what, what's the point of I having red cards? Does it mean of, something? Yeah, I think it's significant then because then they'll get maybe a touchline band. But they don't. Like, that's, that's what I was looking They don't. There's no, no difference. But last season, there was a player who got sent off. So players can get sent off from the bench. They always have been able to because they're part of the squad. Yeah. Managers couldn't. So now managers can get sent off and get yellow and red cards. And I'm like, what, what are you going to do? Give a manager a yellow? What, what, what difference? I, I, guess, I guess why it is is because you see them scenarios where a manager shouts at the fourth official and then the fourth official gets the ref over and he's got no option but to send him up to the stands and then he'll probably get a three match yeah. or two match ban, whatever it is, and a fine. I guess this is when it's somewhere in between where he wants to say, look, calm down. Here, well, no, red here's... card means they got sent to the stands. And this is exactly yeah, the same way. So now they have an option. So they've always had the red, but I'm saying they're probably just saying, let's introduce a yellow. So it's a warning, a clear warning to the manager. Yeah. So oh, the red is probably the rule they've always had. But now they can say, look, here's an official warning. And if you have too many warnings, it's a totting up. So you, I, get, I imagine if they get five yellows, then they get a touchline ban. Well, oh, I didn't think of that. So, so um, <coughs> well, anyway, I just thought it was weird and stupid. But yeah. maybe, you maybe, maybe you convinced me of being my front three next week. Yeah. <laughs> in um, in my back four this week is England rugby union star Danny Cipriani. Oh yeah, he's been oh, yeah. fined two thousand pounds after an assault in a Jersey nightclub. Um, I'm a big fan of Danny Cipriani. I've I've watched him since he first came out um, from the Wasp Academy. He's uh, been someone that's been mined with a lot of controversy over his time uh, playing rugby. He kind of reminds me of, uh, actually might be discrediting Jack Wilshere a lot, but kind of like the Jack Wilshere of, of, of rugby in terms of a young guy coming through, could have been good, bit of controversy surrounding him and not always putting himself in the best position to succeed. He's had a good couple of seasons with Wasps, but seems to have gotten himself in trouble again and again and again. Um, and apparently was shaking around a vodka bowl in Jersey and uh, didn't go down too well. Assaulted a policewoman. She, um, well, a police she said, woman? Well, she, she, she wanted to sue him because she said she had a sore wrist or something like that. Yeah, but that was something else. Hey, boom, boom, 
Ben Stokes. <laughs> 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 uh, essentially, Danny Cipriani pleaded guilty to having too many drinks and being a bit, um, being a bit of a lad. He's been fined two thousand pounds, and uh, but his team are sticking up with him. He's he's gone to Gloucester, so I like him. All the best. Hopefully, it doesn't stop him from getting in England squad. But uh, yeah, he's in my back four. In my front three this week. Look how happy you are. Why? Smiling already. What is this? In my front three this week is crazy women. <laughs> the New York Post um, released an article saying that men have better sex with emotionally unstable women. So there's been I'm wondering res- where this is going. Oh no, that's Continue. it. Continue. There's been research that indicate that women that are more emotionally unstable seem to have better sex with men that are uh, less agreeable. It says. Um, yeah. Why is that in your front three? Because if you're going out with a crazy woman, chances are you're getting some good playtime. Make what you will of yeah. that. <laughs> so, so the old adage of quiet on the streets, a freak in the... Quiet on the streets. <laughs> lady on the streets. Lady on the streets. Freak, freak in the sheets. In the sheets yeah. is wrong. She's got to be crazy on the streets, so she's crazy in the sheets. So there you go, crazy women in my front three. Brilliant. Wonderful. Um, results, we'll finish off with just our results league. So last week's results, I went terribly wrong. I said 2-1 to Wolverhampton, didn't work out well for me. So I got zero points with that. What was the score? Was it 2-0 Leicester? 2-0 to Leicester. Yeah. So you get a zero. So zero. We got the thing here, so we put a zero. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Danny Boy, what did you say you had? Uh, so I said 5-0 no, Man City Huddersfield, and it ended 6-1. And I'm still arguing that because I got the... the you were two goals away. Argue. No, but I wasn't. But 6-1 is still five dif- goal difference. 6-1 is not You five got one point, Dan. One point. Mark, what did you board. go for? I'm on the board. I went for Watford to beat Burnley 3 1. <laughs> no, you and did what not. A <laughs> no, you did not. On the button. <laughs> button. No. No, I did Burnley to beat Watford 1 0. Zero. Nil point. Zero point. If I knew Excellent. after Burnley went to extra time, I would have changed my result. But we said it. We said it. So currently the league stands at um, Mark and Danny both are at the bottom of the league. We have joined second. <laughs> Everyone are looking at Joined yeah. second. There's only three of us yeah, with one point. I'm going to go with the bottom of the league. Yeah. And I'm at the top of the league, smashing it with three points. However, so, Danny and Chris have used up one of their top teams. I have. I haven't I'm even playing looked. it safe with the rubbish. I haven't even looked at this week. Well, wait till I use my bench boost. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got Next a pick team this, this week, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Um, go on Mark. then. As the winner, you, go, you should be picked first, right? Should I? Yeah. Who's the winner? As winning, the person winning, oh. he should pick first, no? But you won this week, so... Well, yeah, you won this week, so Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Right, that's cool. Um, I was thinking as a running total, but okay. No, go for it. Uh, this week, I am going to go for... This is the first time I've looked at the fixtures properly. Um, you can talk us through what you're thinking. Well, I was originally going to go Chelsea because Newcastle was so think? bad, but then I remembered that there is their, that's their bogey team and they rarely win at St. James' Park. So... Um, I am I'm so tempted to go Fulham uh, this is a tough week actually um, I am going to play it safe again and get some points on the board and I'm going to go for a Liverpool win at home to Brighton I'm going to use that Liverpool uh, and I'm going to go for well they don't concede a lot of goals at home I'm going to go for 2-0 wonderful Mark Okay, I 
this is not an easy week. No. I am going to going to go. I'm going to stick. Uh, no, I won't actually because I've already <laughs> said them. Uh, I'm going Huddersfield to beat Cardiff two mm-hmm. one. Oh, that's huge. That's, I'm, that's I'm actually also, such a good idea. Why I'm did I do that? Huddersfield are never going to win another game. What was I thinking? I'm also going for Huddersfield. I was going to go on a limb and say Cardiff, but I'm also going for Huddersfield. You said 2-1. Yeah. I'm going to go for 2-0. All right. I yeah. think I should have done that. Yeah. They're locked in that. now. Yeah. Bang, you said it. That's all, right. that's all right. Huddersfield will still have to play West Ham at some point. <laughs> so. That's it. <laughs> oh, God, imagine. All right, we'll tell you about the results next week. Um, I think we did a good job this week, boys. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, at least someone's listening. There you go. Um, good stuff, Mark. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Thanks very much. Same time next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.